there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. <laughs> From the best-selling novel, Jaws. Maybe too intense for younger children. Good evening. Welcome to Midnight Movies. I'm I'm the host of this show, but I need a co-host to help me guide me to the safer waters to save me from great whites out there. And that would be the man the myth. The man in the middle. Mr. Mike. Good evening, sir. Good evening, and welcome to Back to the Beach. <laughs> the Devil with Jaws. I just we just played that trailer, and uh, there's some things I wanted to say during that trailer. I was like, that is probably one of the best endings lurks inside the ocean. Well, I love the very end when he's like PG. I'm like PG yes. my ass. <laughs> it's like wait a minute, <laughs> PG. After all that stuff you're telling me, like the devil with jaws, yeah. like, hold on. And then afterwards, may, some some scenes may not be suitable for younger viewers. No kidding, buddy. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute, this is not PG. That's yeah, live. Anyway, yeah. guys, as you can tell, we're doing the last of our decade months, which unfortunately we've had a good time, but we're leaving the decades. We're, but we're going to finish it with a bang. We're doing Jaws, and this is a movie that was heavily debated between. Mike and I, we should do a review or a watch along. Well, we have four great movies we did for this month, and I, yeah. each one deserves a watch along, in my opinion. I think that's where my conflict came from. I mean, we did Rocky. I mean, that's probably one of the most classic movies of all time. Then we did Willy mm-hmm. Wonka. We just wrapped up doing American Graffiti. Again, great cinematography, great you know scenes, and then... You know, this one, I was like, yeah, it's Jaws. It's just, I was like, but yeah, at the same time, it's it's Jaws. You still got to see yeah, it. And that, that, that's the thing. I, um, I think that was the first text you sent me. You were like, it's Jaws. I'm like, okay, we got to do this. Because it was actually, it was going to be reversed. It was going to be graffiti watch along. Yeah, and this was going to be Jaws all review. review. Yeah. Just... But then it, when you saw the notes, you were like, wait a minute. Yeah. We can't do Jaws as a review. It's got to be a watch along. I'm like. I guess Wait a it, minute, you're kind of right. <laughs> oddly enough, I think the biggest challenge for the, for both of us was 80s was what movie to do. I think 70s, we were pretty locked in on what movies we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But again, they all deserved, like I said, a watch along. Yeah, they all did. Like, they literally did. Like, we could have done, like, any one of them as reviews, watch alongs, and we might do them in future episodes. Who knows? But, like, this one was, yeah, we for the 70s, we pretty much had four we could have thrown the Godfather in there, but that's too long, and nobody wants to hear us talk for four hours. So. <laughs> yeah, and again, another one that you know definitely deserves its own watch along. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a great great movie, and but uh, yeah, so we uh, we had to make a 
some hard decisions. Some things had to we be had cut. To make executive decisions. That's how we always do it at the asylum. We had to basically get some dice out, some you know Star Wars dice, and throw it out. And Mike wins usually all the time. So it's... no, no, no. This this time it was you. I think I think we went we went with a lot of your your choices. Actually, yes, we did. Yeah, it's, it's probably like a sixty forty, kind of like my choice. And uh, but next month is going to be more your month. You're going to be happy about that. What, what is next month again? What are we doing? Oh, next month? I think next since, month is since this is month. the last one of the. Uh, of this of this month, so what what's, what does everybody oh, have prepared? Because well, you you're, you're the one that uh, drew up the schedule. Yes, I did. I have the schedule right in front of me. It's it's a really lengthy schedule, so forgive the uh, paper rattling. But, uh, oh, it's a, it's it's a, a year it's a year long schedule. So I, I I literally mapped out the whole year. Next month we are oh next month is June. It is Superman month. Oh yes, yeah. So we have on tap. And this is like, you know, pending decisions because we always change our mind. Um, we have Superman, All-Star Superman, Red Sun, and Superman 2, the Donner Cut. So next month we're getting super. So Yeah, because we've already done uh yeah, we've already done Man of Steel, so we, we can't do that. Nope. Uh, so yeah, I think that, I think those will be good, especially the Donner Cut if nobody's been able to, you know, oh watch the God. Donner Cut. That's, the minute you um I think that was one of the first times we actually like hung out, hung out, and you told me that you had like no, I have the Donner cut. I'm like, no, you don't. And you came out like the next week at at uh, the Winchester, and you let me borrow it, and I watched. I'm like, my god, different movie, almost like watching the Justice League mm-hmm. with the Snyder cut yeah. compared to that. Like it's a different movie, and it makes a lot more sense, a lot more depth, a lot more Kryptonian stuff. But anyway, we're we're far off track. That's June, but uh, we're here, we're doing Jaws, and um, you want to hear us yap about Superman yet? It's a little tease, but we're going to yap about Jaws. Yeah. So if you guys are queued up, I'm at two seconds because I have to be different. Um, so I'm going to give the guys a little countdown, and we're watching Jaws. It's two hours and three minutes, so um, get your liquidations and snacks and get ready to join us. So uh, in three, two, one, play. And, yes, Universal is still around today. I kind of like those logos from the past. You know, they're just simple, straight to the point. Go to the movie. Well, I, I think for me, like that universe one is great because it's showing the whole universe. The universal yeah. one now is like just Earth. I'm like, that's not universal. That's, you know, Earth. So this yeah. was based off of a novel from 1974, but the movie didn't come out. It came out like a year later. So it's one of those few times like the novel came out and then like, like right away they're like, oh, we need a movie of this. What a weird way to by, – by the way, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off, but when you introduce like three main actors, the way they, they fonted it, like Strider, Shaw, Dreyfus. Kind of strange. They, they put like, you know, because Strider is like on the left, Shaw is in the middle upward, and then you have Dreyfus down on the left. Well, I think Shaw got top, top or top, top or higher billing because of um, who he was. Yeah. You know, he, had, he definitely had a longer career. Uh, also, we got John Williams on this one. Yeah, this is, yeah. Seventies campfire stuff, just hanging out. Playing some guitar. I'm sure you can see a young Mike there. There he is. Thank you. 
playing some folk music. Oh, look at those sideburns. That's creepy. But hey, kids, it's the seventies, man. Yeah, yeah. Holy. I remember a few years ago they actually had an interview with her. She's uh she's still an avid server, still gets out and Yeah, she she's active. Ah oh, yes. Young this love. was filmed at Martha's Vineyard, wasn't it? Or this was, yeah, this was. Uh, I think it was filmed in Martha's Vineyard. What a way to begin a movie, by the way. This is like, you know, usually when you're you're thrust into a trailer of movies and you see it, like, oh my, we're gonna take a while to get into it. Nope, we're into it right now. And we're introduced into one of the very first Steven Spielberg tropes, the trip down the the, the hill. Because oh, you will see, you see that constantly in all of his movies. My God, she's a fast swimmer. That was quick. What a great horror scene. It's and then the thing about it is what why it's so good. It's not done with like gore. It's not blood and guts. It's all about what's happening in her turn, like from that point of perspective in the camera right now. Like you're swimming, okay, it's about a shark, like where she's swimming, and this is from the shark perspective, there's food and and then we're going from there. Yeah, if nobody's ever seen any making of this one yeah that was the you know, you know the one thing there's always there was the uh bruce the, the mechanical shark wasn't working and that actually paid off and helped them yeah yeah really because that they had to stick to more of a you know you don't see the shark and yeah. it's so funny i forget who we were talking who i was talking to one of our friends and he thought that was the the most boring part about this no was that you didn't he's like no you would just you don't see it the whole yeah. movie yeah Whole franchise there. She wouldn't get take. She's hanging on your left to the uh, the dolly or the the pulley, I guess they call it. Music and the music. Then done. That's it. I don't know what's more creepier, like creepy scenes or gore, or just that's just, just quiet. Well, I mean, this is more suspense than gore. Yeah, you know, this this isn't you know any number of of uh you know of of copycats that you know that have come out over the you know the last you know forty seven years. Oh my god! Like how many tropes do they borrow from this film? Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They've. Uh, you, you look at you know, all the movies that are out there, you know, everything from, you know, uh, I think probably one of the biggest ones that came out, uh, we've already done, Deep Blue Sea. 
You know, they they uh, that didn't borrow much other than the fact that it was, you know, a shark. Mm. Um, even probably one of the biggest trilogies. Uh, if you look, you know, at um, the uh, Sharknados. Sharknados. Uh, aren't they in a quadrilogy? Uh, no, I think they're at Oct right now. I think they stopped at eight, but I don't think they're doing oh, anymore. God. But again, you also you look at the Meg. You know, the, 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 Which I like the Meg. It's not quite Jaws, but it's not awful. That movie got like ripped apart when they first came out. The trailer, oh, it's the Meg. It's silly. And I just thought it's, it's supposed to be. To me, that was that was a, a, a Sci-Fi Channel movie with a hell of a budget. So you know that's that, that's why I, that's why I was okay with it. I kind of dug the Meg. It's actually where I was introduced to Ruby Rose for the first time. Because she's in that film. Later on became Batwoman. Keep it in that sphere, guys. I just remember her, the, the wife, because this, you know, when a movie is successful, of course, what do they do? They keep going forward. Onward, as they say. But uh, I remember, like, because um, I think Roy's the first two Jaws. This one, the second, which the second one is not bad, by the way. Jaws 2. It's the one where we get the Jaws three. It gets a little, a little silly. Not like Jaws three, where it follows that the, the, the sun and it was and it was in three D. Shut up. Good and then Jaws Revenge. Then we're just getting strange. But in the, uh, the I think it was the third one because I, don't, I think Roy did the first two. It was the wife who was like the main character and it was the same actress. And yeah. uh, I guess the. Um, the way she was describing it, that um, her husband had become so infatuated with getting the shark that I guess he eventually succumbed to the shark, but they never like he. I guess he died off screen. No, he he succumbed to. I think they they said he he died of a heart attack, and she said oh, no, the shark killed him because he was constantly afraid. Uh, it, yeah. it was almost like he was Ahab, and that was his Moby yeah. Dick. Yeah, yeah, okay. French guys, if you have not read Moby Dick, then um, you should leave now. That's a classic novel that everybody should read, especially from our era. If you were in school and you had like the uh, and you had a reading assignment for the summer, that was one of my books. It was mine was uh, Lord of the Rings, and uh, what was I just saying? Lord of the Rings and um, Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yes, Moby Dick. Yeah. No, that's supposed to be the girl, right? Yeah, of what's yeah, what's left. What's over. left of it? Yeah. It's kind of frightening, dude. When you think about it. It's funny. Is they they originally had a different hand or different arm during that time, but they, it looked so fake. Uh, what he did is he actually grabbed one of the female uh, crew members and kind of buried her under the sand so her arm was exposed. Hmm. And it said when uh, director uh, Steven Spielberg read the uh, novel for the first time, he found himself rooting for the shark because the human characters were so unlikable in the novel. <laughs> I think I had a um, 
It's funny you say that because I had a, a post on my, my on my personal Facebook page. I was watching what was I watching? I was watching Godzilla. And I posted, I was like, I'm rooting for Godzilla, not I because I hate the humans in these films. They basically cause all the damage. They're the true villains. No, is this film in Boston? No, this is filmed on on uh, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, okay. Those glasses. You know, I was kind of sad when they took this ride out of Universal. To me, it's one of those rides that should just kept going. But I understand you got to go forward. But I don't know. That's kind of one of the, that's kind of one of the rides that kind of built Universal Studios. That and Back to the Future, and seeing them both gone. I mean, ET is still there, but this one isn't. What did they replace Jaws with? I don't even remember. By nothing. I was to say it'd have to be water based. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this one definitely uh, like impacted the the community or the, or the world about sharks. Uh, this after this movie came out. Like the raise, the rise in shark hauntings, the shark killings went up. And movies, by the way, as well. Yeah. Like there was like so much, like the, everything that came after this. Do you remember uh, there was a movie that, that was basically the same thing, but it was a killer whale, orca. Orca, yeah. Orca. That was basically Jaws, but a giant killer whale. Yeah, but but now now that they realize that, you know, Peter Benchley said that he, if he had known truly how whale or how sharks were, he probably wouldn't have written this this book. But uh, but what's funny is orcas are now really as bad as Orca, the movie was. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> isn't it crazy? <laughs> Stop. Damn, we had an incident in SeaWorld here, which actually was a documentary. So, if you guys ever watched it, check it out. But, uh, I mean, you know, if you if you look at the news lately, uh, especially around Africa and the, you know, the uh, coast of Africa and oh, stuff, y- yes, they, yes, there's, yes, there's yes, whales right. going out and ripping off fins of sharks and then just eating their hearts and their livers. And then just leaving the rest of the carcass alone, or they go and play with them. Yeah, the the, the orcas are uh, are, are, are assholes. The the assholes of the sea. Orcas, orca, part two. I don't think they killed orca in that film. They, I think he lived. I believe so. I, the only thing I ever I remember from that movie is when they were on the ice and he like weighed himself down and the ice flipped up and the guy. Slid. Yeah. The, I, oh yeah. my god. I think I jaded to watch that. Who else could have done that to that girl? I love that car. My dad had the choice to get that car or a Monte Carlo. He chose the Monte Carlo. Good choice. 1977 Monte Carlo. It's brown. He had that car till 1989. Finally blew it on him. See, I think everybody else is, you know, they're like, yeah, whatever. We have this party going on. But like Roy's like, hey, man, you know, there's this somebody died. You know, we have to protect people. 
And like it's 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 almost like a cry wolf thing almost. Like, hey, you know, take this stuff seriously. I don't think the wife took it seriously at this point either. It's funny how she goes through a dramatic character change. She goes from one to two, she's like the supportive wife, and then three, she's like headstrong, like, wait a minute, we gotta catch a shark. Like, wait a minute, that, that happened all of a sudden. Yeah, that, that's actually four. Three was the uh, what, oh, where was the sun at SeaWorld. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe that's why I forgot. 3D, man. 3D. Louis Gossip Jr.'s on that one. <laughs> Well, see, right now, he, the only reason he acts the way he does is he saw the body and he was told by the coroner that, hey, it was it was a shark attack. His gut reaction is only based off of what he was told by a professional. Yep. You know, so. Um, but he took it seriously. Though. Well, of course, he's he's new. He's at a, he's a new you know sheriff in a new town where he's the outsider. Yeah, he's going to take what the local says. So I, I don't blame him for anything. It's the, you know, it's it's the it's the rest of the community, the the, the city council members, you know. And I mean, if you if you're not sure what's going on, you're going to do react to them like just right now. I love that scene, by the way. Where the guy the guy just pops his head up and he's singing. It's like something in the water. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's he's a, he's already he's not close to Ahab, but he's getting there. Like every single little thing in the water, he's like taking. See? And slowly begins the obsession. I mean, I don't know why he didn't do like the third and fourth one. He's probably like just, you know, screw Jaws. He was probably over it, you know, he's moving on. And It would have been been nice to actually see what had happened to him. Like maybe he succumbed. To actually try to catch Jaws is like, you know, you know, a better story than him like dying of like a heart attack. Um, no, because it, again, it wasn't one whale. It was a, a series of sharks that were, you know, this way. Yeah. You know, we never got a true answer to why they were that way. Were they, you know, was it, were and, they and family? I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. The best things in films are the things that are not explained. That you have to guess for yourself. Now, the son that, that was in part three, was that the same kid or was it somebody different? Same actor or same, what do you mean? Same actor, yeah. Uh, same no, kid. I don't. No, uh, part three, because the part three was, um, uh, what was his name? Quaid, it was Randy Quaid. Was his was the uh... Randy Quaid was the son? Yeah, in, in number three. Yeah, that was Randy Quaid. Oh, okay. I I, I, ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Now their younger son, he died. I think at the beginning of number four of the Revenge because he took up his dad's job. Oh shit! There we go. There we go. Yep. See. Run. It's, it's clear, dude. Once you hear the music, don't go in the water. Oh, 
And that was the big thing too, that they did never seen the great white that had slant slant swam or it was basically so close to the uh, surface like this one was. Because they're basically all in the deep blue sea. Another good movie that we did. Check out the uh, Midnight Movies. No, he's gone. Sorry. Three thousand dollars. Everybody's gonna become a shark killer now. Oh yeah, of course. People come out of the woodwork. Hey man, I could do it. Uh, no. And the mayor still like nonchalant. Ah, you know, it's just a one-time thing. Ain't going. Who's paying for that? Is she is or what's that? The three thousand dollar bond or uh, yeah, 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 because it was put up by the by her mother or by the mother. Okay, I ain't killing more shark with three thousand dollars. Well, three thousand dollars back then was a little bit more. Yeah, I'm sure that. See, they're still joking about it. It's just not. Chief Brody. Somebody just died, dude. Take it seriously. Nah, it's okay. We'll be fine. We still have this giant party we have to plan for. Now, would you say this movie began the summer movie blockbusters? Yeah. And this, the funny yeah, thing about yeah. it is this movie wasn't supposed to be released in the summer. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, this. I think they were, say this was like the first official one. If they're, you know, if they're going to find an official one. It's kind of crazy. Like it wasn't planned oh. for the summer. It was actually, I hate that sound. <laughs> Here's something funny. It was planned for Christmas. Can you imagine Jaws as a Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah. Put that. This Christmas. How drawing is that? Oh yeah. You talk about a character with a lot of depth in this film. Right there, Mr. Robert Shaw. Now, it's funny is uh, Spielberg wanted uh, Charlton Heston to play Brody. I think Charlton Heston would have been better here. 
Yeah, this moment, but like other moments, Robert Shaw rules. Oh, yeah, no, like, well, right yeah, here, no, the, the right yeah. one, yeah, because Shaw's ingrained in our mind. It's just like, you know, if I told you, hey, you know what, so-and-so is going to play, you know, the Penguin and, you know, in, in the Batman Returns, it's it, Danny DeVito's ingrained in your mind forever to play that role. You can never see anybody else, but... I think Charles Nesson would have drawn the scene out a little bit more, make the words more impactful. Basically, scaring everybody. Yeah, I cannot wait to be get to a particular scene in this film. Probably one of my favorite scenes in a film ever. I think I know, you know what scene I'm talking about too. So, I love this idea. They're given like the uh, this is what a shark does. His rhythms. He's boning up. He's always jumpy. The shit you've seen so far, wouldn't you be? Oh yeah, I, I know. I would. I would as well. I'm just saying. Like he's just. Just very jumpy. See, she tries to counterbalance that, like, hey, just don't relax, and she can't do it, and he cannot relax. He can't. Well, she's playing the, the doting wife right now, the what what you know, the nineteen fifties, sixties wife. Yeah, what they did, they were basically like that comfort, like, hey, relax. Hard day at work, chill out. Get you some wine. Get you some wine. Little, 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 little uh, you know, cognac and a Hummer. <laughs> In that order? Uh, well, or maybe a while. <laughs> a while. It's a t-shirt. Cognac and a Hummer. Why are they hanging out by uh, you? Okay, hold on. Hold, hold on. You've closed the beach. Nobody can go near the water. And you have what? This kid is what? Like three? No. Four? Three? Five? Was he five? A little bit older. How old is this kid? I don't know. Not not three or five. Seven? A little bit older. Yeah, I say with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. And you're going to leave your seven-year-old son out by that port by himself with a little kid? Well, obviously, they didn't realize he was there. And once they did, they yelled at him. You know how it was being a parent. You can't keep track of them all the time. I'm watching my kid 24-7 now that age. What are you talking about? And yes, folks, he did say that with a straight face. I did. Even now. That's not going to help. Need something bigger. They don't know that. I know. I keep thinking of a Jurassic Park when they um when they're feeding the Velociraptors, they're like lowering a giant a freaking cow, and they when it goes back up, you see like nothing but like just what's like just bones. I'm like, what the hell? 
So uh, back in 2010, there was a series of shark attacks actually in Egypt, uh, Egypt in an Egyptian resort called uh, Sharm el Sheikh, and mm-hmm. they literally followed the plot line to this movie, um, including denying the problem, resisting closing the beaches, reluctantly closing them after a near shore attack, killing the wrong shark, and declaring the right one despite uh, despite. Clear evidence on the contrary. Reopening the beaches with a fanfare, declaring them safe, then having more shark attacks take place after that. So, yeah. So, just because it's a movie, folks, doesn't mean it wouldn't happen in real life. And these, uh, this story is loosely based off of a real series of events that happened, I think it was in the late 1800s. Of uh, what they had, they considered they or they figured by ever all the evidence that they they could find was a, a strong shark man. Look at that. Was a it was a bull he shark. He dragged the entire. He dragged a pier with him. Well, not a full pier, but like a half a pier. Again, Mike. What am I going to say? Music to film, man. That's look at that. You can't swim that fast, man. You're done. Sorry. It's over. It's too late, man. Can't save him. Oh. Oh, I did. Look at that. Look at these shots, man. This had to be done at 5 o'clock in the morning to get shots like that. Hey, Frank Silva. I hung out with him. Not, not this Popeye guy. And that guy looked at Brutus. <laughs> I never noticed that. Probably just a coincidence. Who was that guy? He looked kind of sad. He was like a fisherman. He was like, man, I guess I didn't catch anything in there. And here is our first introduction to Mr. Richard Dreyfus, A young Richard Dreyfus, by the way. Mr. Holland's opus himself. I don't think it's his first film. I think he... Uh, what year is Close Encounters? Uh, 77, right? Not sure. I think, yeah, late 70s. Yeah, so this is seventy. This is seventy. We said this was seventy-four, seventy-five. Seventy-four. So Close Encounters is seventy-seven. Okay, three years. Okay. He's a perfect counterbalance to, to Roy and Robert Shaw, by the way. Would yeah, par- apparently, him apparently, him and uh, Robert uh, did not get along. The, the like the tension you see later on in the movies between those two. Oh, it's, yes, it's real. It's real. They did not like each other. Oh, 
so from what I've read in the in the novel, they chose Amity well Amityville or Mother's Vineyard because they couldn't use Nantucket because of the storms, I believe. That was going on during this time. I don't know. I've read yeah. the novel and I don't remember reading anything about they, that. Um, Peter Benchy's fictional Amityville from the book won't even know. Blah, blah, blah. Nantucket Island was going to be the sh- island, but you know, because of stormy weather, forced to, f- to move it to Martha's Vineyard, where he discovered many natural features that lured production here. Hmm. Okay. And the guy here in the camo suit, this is this guy was actually what uh, Shaw based a lot of his characteristics off of. If you listen to him, he's Shaw. Oh, this dude right here? Yeah, the guy. Oh, in the yeah, camo. yeah, okay. If you listen to his, his characteristics and how he talks. There's Rob Zombie. Quick cameo. I love the fact that they're all going out there trying to get the shark to come out. He doesn't come. He's like, I'm falling for this. And Robert Shaw has been in a lot of good films here. I just look at his IMDb. Some films I didn't know. He was in The Sting. From Russia with Love, which I didn't know. Uh, a couple other ones. Cutter of the West, my dad used to watch that. That was a Western movie. The Man in Glass. Lot. I mean, of course, big IMDb, but... A lot of good films. A lot of good films on his own to be. Now, Robert Shaw um, made some good money on this one, but uh, unfortunately he couldn't keep it. He was having some IRS issues. Ooh. Uh, so bad so that um, he had to flee the country once his scenes were completed. If he spent more than a certain amount of time in the U.S., he would be faced with uh, tax liability. So to, cir- to So to circumnavigate that, Shaw was flown to Canada on his days off. Damn. So, yeah. And a cameo by a Florida native right there. That shark. Yeah. Yeah, because it uh, they didn't have sharks that big up in Martha's Vineyard, so that yeah, yeah, that is a, a a Florida representation here. No, it's not the shark because he's not that small. I believe Richard Dreyfuss is supposed to be the shark expert. Yeah, he's from the Shark Shark Institute. Yeah, that's a real thing. The Shark Institute? Okay. Might have been back in the 70s. I don't know. Yeah, just in case, guys, the beaches are closed. Not quite the SS Minnow there, but it'll do. 
course. And the, and like the first shark they find and kill. Yeah, that that was the one. Yeah, we did it. I think even Roy believes it too. It's not it. Not it, yeah. Look at that. Everybody's congratulating each other. Yeah, yeah, we killed it. No, not quite. And he's going to give you the bummer news. Probably the only moment you're gonna see him happy throughout these two films is right here, because after that he's like, "Eh, nope. No, he gets happy when his son mimics him. Yeah, that that's a cool scene. But like right here, like like he had like literally joy for like five minutes. Like we caught it, we got it. But now. Richard Dreyfuss is explaining, like, dude, that's not the shark. I just measured the, the mouth. It's a lot bigger than that. And the mayor wants to keep his good feeling going, like, don't say anything, please. But we caught it. Yeah, well, you caught something. So you're, uh, eight years after filming Jaws, Richard Dreyfuss be, uh, was in another movie. With a uh, young actor, Emilio Estevez. They, they were in Stakeout together. Mm. And um, so that during one, uh, between filming scenes, they would like, jo- you know, they would like quiz each other on uh, movie quotes. And uh, Emilio uh, cleverly asked Dreyfus to identify the film and what actor uttered the, their, uh, this is a, this is no boat accident. And Dreyfus didn't recognize it. Amusing. Oh, <laughs> joke, really? Joking with everybody. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> See, why'd you slap him? It's not his fault. He tried to get people off the beach. It's kind of your fault, Mom. Don't sit there and walk around with your black veil on and be like, hey, it's your fault my son is dead. No, it's your fault. Where were you at? And by the way, these two guys are too old to have a kid that young. Just saying. Look at this guy. He's at least in his late 70s. I call BS in this. Again, what, what what did I say? Spielberg uh, was rooting for the shark because because of, of the people were humans are stupid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Look at this guy. Looks like fish from Barney Miller. Because he's know. old. So that's, that's the only reason he looks like fish is because he's old. I was waiting for you to say something. We're old. I just mentioned Barney Miller. Good Lord. As I'm doing this, I have my um, my 18 year old in the background. She's just like, whatever. My dad's watching old movies. I'm never going to see this stuff. 
And she probably won't. See, this is what I'm talking about. He's so downtrodden to that, basically the whole film that I kind of like that, that moment. We always talk about moments of levity. And he had that for like maybe five minutes until Richard Driver's like, hey, you know what? That was not the shark. It took him a while, but he's like, yeah, you're right. And the wife, again, trying to be supportive, like, hey, you know what? We're going to get it. This is cool. This is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and then we get a uh, get a re- repeat of that later on when the son grows up and then his daughter does yes, it to him. Yes, we do. I wonder, no. I was going to say, is this the same actor, this little kid that was in The Omen that played young Damien? I don't think so. It's probably just like the same haircut. Get out of here, kid. Oh, look at Richard Driver's cleaned up. He's like, hey, man. No, he wasn't in that. It was just a... No, okay, it's a coincidence. Yeah. Because he kind of looked like him a little bit. Probably the eyes. Yeah, he's only been in two movies, actually, Jaws and then Revenge of Jaws. Then he was in the documentary. I don't watch that documentary. Is Roy still with us, by the way? No, I think Roy passed away a few years back. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't no, think I don't I've seen him in anything in a long time. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Maybe not. I might be wrong. No, yeah, yeah, 2008. Yeah, he passed away. Okay. To me... After this film, I think he went to um, Blue Thunder. One of my, one of like no, my. No, Blue, 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 Blue Thunder was like a decade later. Was it? Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. So, wait. Seventy. Okay. Wait. Oh, yeah. Right. No, yeah. So Seventy-five. Yeah. Blue Thunder is eighty-three. I'm looking at the time. That's right. Sorry. He had. Yeah. He had all the all that jazz, sorcerer, marathon man in between. Yeah. There. He had a lot in between. In the eighties, that's where we got into the vehicles that were like the main characters. Like Blue Thunder was like the helicopter. We got to Black Moon Rising, which uh, Tommy Lee Jones was the car, and then other stuff. Although we did, we did get Roy Schneider in a uh, uh, sequence. Oh wait! Oh yeah, and that's and, the only one that matters. Sequence. Well, yes, he was actually he was great. But he was also Frank Castle's dad in The Punisher. A little bit older back then, but that was a Thomas Jane Punisher, by the way. Which, by the way, is a very criminally underrated movie. If you guys have never seen it, it has one of my favorite songs. That's only in there by uh, by Harry. His name is Harry Heck in the film, but uh, my co-host here has actually done it a couple of times. When he used to be a live performer. So 
the unknown fact. And they don't have that song karaoke. I've looked for it. it sucks. I think at this point, he's Roy's kind of feel that he's kind of failed. Amityville is like, you know, I just, I should have been more alert and been more on point. You know, I should have not been so quick to judge like that. We caught the shark. And I think Richard is basically saying, Hey, look, you didn't know. That's why I'm here. Just, he's just trying to get a little bit of con- condone, you know, not condolence. Lord. Would you say like the the best moments of this film is probably when they get on the boat between those three actors Shaw, Schneider, Dreyfus? Yeah, yeah. Once you once you get the the you know, the, the triple threat together, basically, yeah. The, the, that's the, you, yeah, you, the hunter. Like that, that's where the movie's made. Yeah, like I that. mean the hunter trio because because that, that's when they're they're interacting with the shark. Right now, this is just the build up, the talking, you know, trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. Um, this is the this is the uh, the, the mystery side of it. You know, we're going to get to the action later. The, right now, it's just the build-up to put the story together, to put the pieces together for the puzzle. I, I love the build. I love the anticipation. So That's this this movie made film history with not only being like what they consider the biggest, you know, blo- the first summer blockbuster. It also is the first movie to gross over a hundred million dollars. And for that, and for that era, is basically if you would like. If you like compare it to nowadays and do the inflation, over a billion, I would guess. I, w- I would take. Can you? I mean, I, I know this is silly. Can you imagine if it said out of time on there, that license plate? <laughs> No, what was it? Quantum time or out of time? No, out of time. It was out of time. Okay. The shark is still out there, kids. Let's find some grizzled old veteran who can help us out. Get in the SS. I don't care. Now, there's the boat they should have been using. funny he shows up on a on a boat trolley but now he's got this like super pimped out boat all of a sudden yeah it's like when i watched it, i was That's like where I'm the saying. hell does this come from didn't he show up like riding in with somebody else yeah he got his mac daddy like uh coast guard boat I'm like what the hell and then they take the ss minnow out there to hunt jaws like come on man you keep this boat 
Look at that. It's got like freaking night vision, freaking lights and all that. Equipment. Oh, that, that's not night vision. Those are called flashlights. Sorry. <laughs> and Roy's kind of hammered and going out there. I think they're both hammered because they've been both drinking. Okay. It's a good thing they have a DD. Don't want to see no longer. You know what? I didn't know, and this is to my point. I heard somebody got pulled over on a boat for DWI. Oh, yeah. That happens. That happens a lot, yeah. I was like, really? How do you get a DWI on the, on, on the sea? You don't hit Dude, People get it all the time when you cruise around the lakes and stuff. Guys will, cops will pull up and they come, they'll test you. Especially like this weekend, you know, where it's, we're, we're recording Memorial Day weekend. This is a big, oh, uh, big, you know, big uh, holiday oh, weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little sonar right there. A sonar action. There we go. Not yet. Not yet. I think we're coming up to it. Yep, that's the boat. Is that? No, 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 just a regular old boat, or just a that's no, a regular old boat. A fisherman boat? That sounds like a fit, yeah, it's a fisherman boat, I believe. The Black Hammock, where I live, they have a lot of boats like that, along with the jet ski boats and the river boats and. Yeah, half, yeah there, there's a bunch of half-sunken boats out there. Of course, uh, where the black hammock is, you can walk across the lake with uh, on, on gator back. So, Pretty much, pretty much. I remember I went there one day, and uh, the, when, like, when you're walking up to like the um, – you have the main bar, the big bar on the left, and then you have like mm-hmm. a little tiny you know, little shithole bar on the right-hand side. Uh, it was back when we were getting storms really bad, and we in like a lot of the rivers and the lakes were over, overflowed. They had it where, where it was overflowed, and there was a damn gator in the little bar. Um, I did not go there for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there is a um, there's a person on my friends list who I met at the Black Hammock. She's, she used to be a bartender then. I don't think she works there anymore. One of the coolest chicks I ever met in my life. Very cool. And she was literally just telling me these stories about these gators, like just walking yep. on the black hammock when people were there and they didn't do anything. They were like not decent, not big, but like decent size. Yeah. And they just sat there and they do like people just walk out like, hey, there's a gator there. Yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. One of the best scenes right here. Yep. Lord jump scare. Freaky, dude. Ugh. Yeah, run, dude. Yeah, and this, this Richard Dreyfuss' reaction is legit because Spielberg didn't tell him about the head. 
he actually just put it in there and just let it pop out. And so, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the scene with the um, in the opening scene with the with the dully with the girl, where she didn't know she was being dragged by like these cords underneath the sea. She didn't. He didn't tell the actress that. So her reactions were all legit. My God, it was a big part bench benches right there. I gotta get myself one of those jackets, man. That is just. He's got some interesting jacket choices. I gotta say. From the stripe pin, uh, pinstripes, pink stripes. Then he's got this one with like the um, the anchors are on there. Anchors on it. What they sell is an Amazon Jaws Mayor jackets. This mayor's got to be an idiot or just like naive. No, it's not really happening, man. We're still throwing this party. Like, dude, really? I've literally shown you an eaten hand. Evidence that it's not the shark, and you're still like, nah, it's okay. The party's going to go on. Because the party must go on. Oh man, we just want to catch this damn shark. Nope. Guys, this party's going to keep going. It doesn't matter. So I guess at this point, the citizens still believe that the shark is dead. And they're just going to carry on. Look at that. What the hell? It's an ugly, ugly, ugly board. Who drew that? <laughs> Do you think for one second he actually believes what's going on, or he's just like, yeah, whatever? I, I got to get the town happy. I think he's just burying his head in the sand, like most politicians. Okay. I mean, uh, not not to be political, but we, we had that same scenario last year. Mm-hmm, yes, uh, a lot of politicians just put their head in the sand when there's, you know, proof staring them in the face. But I think in this movie, Richard Drive has been in a few movies by this point, but I think this is like the movie where – you see the birth of the Dreyfusisms, you mm-hmm. know, the, the crazy cackling laugh, the, the, the frantic yelling. I mean, that, that just – I see when I watch this and then I'll read like watch, you know, What About Bob? And you see those scenes oh, in, in, that, in that, that characteristics in this movie, but he takes those and he like turns those up in like What About Bob? Like the crazy laughing, the fr- you know, the frantic, you know, yelling at, at, you know, at the mayor right there. What, what, you like that pull there on that one? I did. That was good. I was gonna. I, was, I had to pull my own, but uh, you probably would guess which one it is. I loved him as a music teacher in Master Holland's Opus, man. That where they go by decade by decade, where he's basically this music teacher that gives these life lessons to these kids, and it follows him from like his younger days to like his older days, and they just like it's so good. 
I'm not sure if he won an Oscar for that, but I watched that movie like probably like a year ago. So good. And he still has his driverisms in when he's younger. But as he gets older, he's like, nah, he's more subdued. But good pull. Nice hat. Yeah, the party must go on. It's okay, guys. We have a great white out there, but yeah, it's fine. The party's going to happen. And now we have, what, a video game? Killer Shark. There we go. Somebody can find that on eBay. No Galaga? I think it's a little too early for Galaga. We have Killer Shark, then. Yes, but that wasn't a really great video game, was it now? <laughs> How's this guy? Don Fredo. No, this is actually Peter Benchley, the author of Jaws. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, that is who that is. So now there's something on here. I know we, we, we rave about John Williams and everything, but there's a he's frequent, frequently accused of being a ripoff artist. Uh, if you listen to the theme song for Jaws, for example, it can clearly be it sounds like it's clearly lifted from uh, Bernard Herman's theme for Psycho, or it was heavily influenced by it. Okay, I I could see his, I could see that point. Yeah, I can. It's But I think the octave is a little bit higher for Psycho. This is more lower. I mean, you're more, you're more the music guy than I am. I don't know, dude. I don't know what the psycho one sounds like. So I... I'm just I'm <laughs> thinking the psycho one. I had like dan 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 That's psycho. And this is more dan 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 dan. It's almost like a reverse. So I, I could see that point. There we go. Everybody's naive. But dude, like, what are you doing? Like, really? You just you had a killer shark out there. And we're going to go boating now? Come on. Not everybody can be this stupid. So kind of the... Uh... The back and forth with Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfuss. Uh, Robert Shaw uh, teased uh, Richard Dreyfuss for being out of shape uh, as a young man and challenged him that he couldn't do 10 real push-ups. Damn. Uh, Dreyfuss claimed that he could do 20. Shaw told Roy Schneider but that the bet was on. And the next morning, they would see if Dreyfuss could do 20 push-ups. As soon as Shaw left, Schneider, uh, a former boxer, 
looked over at Dreyfus and said, do you know the people who can do 20 good push-ups? You're not one of them. <laughs> so yeah, even a, even Schneider wasn't, uh, wasn't convinced. Look at this. I love those shots underwater. Yeah, and Josh is like, food. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I love this scene. It's probably one of my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, I think the the I know I know uh, Kane mentioned that the you know the filming underwater, but I think this like eye level with the water was uh, added a lot of a lot of tension for for me. I know when I first watched it as a kid because it almost gave you that that sense of you know of drowning in a way.
Oh boy. Told you not to go out there. Look at that. Freaking mechanical shark make it. To, that's like the first time we get to see actually. It's, a, it's from a different, well. I said the only other uh, time we got to see anything was when uh, the, the, hoop, oh the, my the, God. Boy, the boy got uh, attacked. Yeah. Leg. Nice leg. I guess he didn't want the boy. Oh, he's a he's a big shark. He needs, you know, more food. Damn, Roy. Again, former boxer. Get some moves. So uh there were a bunch of actors considered for the role for uh Matt Hooper. Uh, you had Joel Gray, Jan Michael Vincent, Jeff Bridges, John Voight, and uh, Timothy Bottoms. I think I don't. What John John Voight would have been interesting at that age? Yeah, again, you know, we're we're talking, you know, much is that, younger. Is that pre Midnight Rider or post? Uh, goodness, it was post Midnight Rider, right? I believe so. Yeah. See, I think the same thing for Bridges. Also, I think that's a post um, picture show. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, if any of them, I could see, I could see Bridges. I can't see Jane. I can't see Jane Michael Vincent. No, I can't see Jane either. He, there's just, it's, I don't want to say this to sound bad. He's too, he is too confident. You know what? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah. with Hooper. You always kind of you had to have like this skittish kind of school kid. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know Joel Gray or Timothy Bottom, so I can't. Neither do I. I was going to ask you that. Dude, Jen Michael Vincent will always be strength fellow hawk. Sorry for you Airwolf fans out there. And another good suit. Only he dresses well. Is he high? <laughs> Look, this is what we got here. Like it's like nothing convinces this guy. Nothing. He's pleading with him at this point. Like, come on, man. Shut it down. But like, as you say, typical politician. The truth stares you right in the face. You're like, nah, it's okay. Not real. Again, like I said, uh, I was telling you about it earlier. In Egypt, they had the same scenario. You know, in real life, 2010. Somebody, you know, that they wouldn't shut down the beaches and then they did and then they reopened it because, they, you know, unlucky for them, the shark attacks just stopped. But, you know, they had they had numerous shark attacks.
I said, most no, people no, think no. that it's like it's a, it's an over exaggeration of how somebody's going to be, and it's, it's really not. <laughs> now, yeah, now Quint, Quint's is shack like, is interesting. That was actually uh, an empty lot, and they built that just for this for these scenes. I remember, and you probably recall as well. Again, I'm going to go back to Universal Studios. They had this exact same setup when you walk in there. I think it was a gift shop, right? Yeah. Well, I think it was your walkthrough. You had that, the outside of it. Yeah, yeah okay. it, was, it, was, it was a little. But again, what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to make, make it cheesy, but an iconic set is this. Like, look at that. There's, that's shark teeth or whatever, shark bones. And Quinn is such a good character, man. It's just like. You talk about tropes that I think have gone forward and like many characters, many other films. I can't name them off the top of my head, but like his character has. It's not mentioned. I don't think it's mentioned. Like, I think you and I would know it more in the lexicon, but like our younger fans would not know what kind of character that Quint is and how like many people have barred like his mannerisms going forward the tough older burly guy and honestly his this character was actually borrowed from other ones that, that shaw had already yeah, played agreed yes but i'm just saying like you know if you have not seen those films that he's done like yes he is basically playing the same character these has in his old throughout his old career but no 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 i'm not saying his whole career but there are other oh, there are other movies no, he has played where he has played similar characters in fact he's used similar lines the uh the the uh the spanish lady song he's used in several movies Post and pre jealous, because they, that that scene when they're when they're leaving, he starts singing this the the Spanish lady song that was that was improvised. I cannot wait till we get to the scene. Oh, and you were asking about uh, Jaws um, at Universal. Yeah, it's gone. Left uh, 2011, 2012. Uh, they made room for the second phase of the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, but they did leave the shark there so people can still kind of take pictures along with the shark and I think a bit of the of the of the shack is still there. Good. I'm glad. At least it's still there. Actually I've been to the Wizarding World. Actually a fun place. I have not. What? I dude I am I am the weirdest Floridian. I, I listen oh I've, I've gone I've gone to I've gone to, to all the theme parks. That. So I'm going to MegaCon, we're going to go to the Wizarding World. No, no, we're going to Star Wars first, but then we'll go to Okay, we'll go we'll go to the Wizarding our 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 friend is uh has got tickets to or passes to both of them so all right we'll go there first I gotta try my blue milk like I was saying earlier this is basically to me the beginning not the beginning but this is like the this is like the main meat and potatoes of the film is these three guys. Well, we're, we're now we're now at the third act. I mean, really, yeah. if you want to get to it, you know, we had the first yeah, act, okay, second, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, this is basically the third act. Actually, it's probably mid-seconds. Mid it's too far to be a – it's not far yeah. enough in the movie. But yeah, we're, I mean, we're building up to the third act. And the third act is where everything comes together. All the pieces are put together. Uh, you know, they're, they're leaving. You know, here we are seeing him bringing all of his techie stuff on, onto, the sh- onto his ship. But yeah, at so the same time, we've seen Quint throughout the movie just doing his thing. And then we've seen Brody – Dealing with his part, and this is where all three merge, and you know we we move on. And you get uh, movie magic. Yep. I mean, it's you know it's kind of the plot line for everything. You have you know even even you take Star Wars. You had Luke, you had Leia by herself. You had Han, and Luke and Han meet up, and then they meet up with Leia, and that's when you get introduced to the third act. Again, I think 
I don't want to speak ill of something of a franchise that we've done before, but I really wish, and I think you and I and Steve O'Gree and Sydney really wish that we had that trio one last time, especially what happened to Carrie. And we never got that. I think we had them because they, they, they'd already gotten together and then separated and now they're on in their own path. I know, but I just wish for like the movie fan of me, like just one last time, like it could have been quick. I mean, I guess for story purposes, they couldn't do it. They didn't want to do it, but I just wish they did. Well, I think they each did in their own way. The only two that didn't have it was uh, Luke and Han. Carrie and Carrie and, and, uh, yeah, we, and, yeah, and Mark yeah. had, had their moment, you know, Han and, uh, Han and, Han and, uh, you know, Leia had their moment. So I think, they did it, like I said, they did it in their own way, and you know, individually. Which was a better moment? I think the the Luke and Leo moment because it, it's it's a family. Because I mean, we saw them at the beginning of their of them realizing who they were, um, and then at you know we see them at the end where I, where I, I, and I love that. the fact that you changed your hair. You know, it, that, that, that was I was just gonna say like you changed your hair. That was like the first thing, and then he's like, "Hey, man, I can't." I can't save him. And she's like, I know. Oh, if you got, oh, I'm just going to stop right there. If you guys have not heard us do uh, The Last Jedi, it's in our archives in Midnight Movies. Check it out. It's a uh, really good watchable. Really good. Especially for two fans who love The Last Jedi. I probably love The Last Jedi more than a lot. Probably like the best of the new sequels. That's my favorite. I love that shot. Again, I'm not, I don't want to mention Universal Studios, but my God, like when they built these sets on Universal, so accurate to the film. Well, like they, they, they had, they right had Hollywood to look at first. I mean, they, cause, cause the original one was on the Hollywood tour out yeah. in Los Angeles and, uh, or the set tour in Los Angeles. Now, most people don't realize if they've, nobody's ever gone out there. They weren't individual rides. That was part of the tram tour. Yeah. So, By the way, did, did you notice the name of the boat? Orca. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But they, uh, but that's what they did. They would, they would have them. You know, you'd be on a tram going from set to set to set, and each set would be, you know, something like this. Like really, like the the um, the set out for for Jaws for this was just a lake with all of these, all those uh, shacks built up, mm-hmm. and then you you kind of you kind of go into like this area where the water like dips down a little bit and you go more into the water. So when the shark pops up, you're literally like eye level with the water. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but here in Orlando, you know, they were able to create it and make it bigger and have a, an actual ride, not just like one moment. And that beer he is drinking is actually a new England beer. That's really popular up there. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Gotta wait it out, man. Gotta wait it out. 
And most of these scenes here are all done freehand, uh, by the way, for when they're filming. Oh, it. really? Yeah, because they 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 hadn't had the. Remember when we were talking about Rocky? The Steadicam yeah. hadn't been invented yet. You know, Steadicam still uh, what five years away, maybe less. So they they did this to counteract the way the the movement of the boat. It was easier for somebody to hold it so that we they could it would go up and down. By the way, that's a fisherman's knot right there. Yeah, what did what they call it? A sheep shank or something like that? Or yeah, something like that. I thought it was always called a fisherman's knot. But I think it's called a sheep shank or something. Yeah, I think well, that, so they that, called that, that in the film. But yeah, no, what what it is? Yeah, you're right. It's not what they called it. No, it's well. It's one of the first things you learn if you go on boating and to learn to fish with the knot. Oh yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> My uh, my grandfather had a boat, and I was uh, oh, I, so I, I was you, I was I was deckhand. Okay. Oh yeah, I was I was deckhand. <laughs> I, I I think I lost my shit on him one day because I was he's always oh go do this over here, go do that over here. and he's like my step he's like my stepbrother put, drive the boat. I'm like motherfucker, and I finally lose my shit on you him. First mate, Mike. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You were not a captain yet. <laughs> not even a captain. Like I said, me he was like my stepbrother pilot the boat i'm like what the and i lost my <laughs> shit on him one time and my uh, mom i had to go down down in the uh in the galley and my mom's like you okay i come no this is why she's like don't blame you sit there calm down <laughs> <laughs> so now the boat is not really called the orca the boat was originally called something else and it's a movie that you and i had talked about that we we jokingly said that we probably do one day it was originally called the warlock Oh my God! No, not jokingly. We will do that. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen. I just have to convince you time to do it. But I, hey, I'm the one that found the movie and sent it to you. So you, you well, I don't do know Warlock. why you got to convince me. You don't want to do Warlock three. That's the problem. You have to do Warlock three. No, you don't. You can just do one and two. No, I had to do Batman and Robin, so we have to do Warlock three. I'm pretty sure I've paid that bet off, buddy. I'm mm-mm, pretty sure that 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 one's been paid mm-mm, off. Mm-mm. That debt has not been settled. Mm-hmm. That receipt is still open. You think so? Yes, it is. And I will move my camera into position just to prove my point. Slightly to the left. So how did that prove your point? Nothing. Okay. Well, I'm going to move my camera to unprove your point. So there. <laughs> Actually, Halloween's coming up pretty soon. Maybe we'll do it then. The first one. Yeah, it's getting hot. Is the pack of your camera warm? Um, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. It's like, why is mine warm? Yeah, mine is warm too. Not moist, just warm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, something just popped in my head there. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, put your gloves on. I'm not sure if it's going to help, dude. Oh, wait, this is where he catches a tire, I believe. No, I think it breaks. The line breaks on him. I don't think oh. they actually catch anything. 
Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the scene. Yeah, I was thinking of something else. Get your gloves, mate. We got something. No, you don't. Oops. Ooh. Ouch. I remember, uh, and I told you, there were whispers, and I say whispers, of actually redoing this movie, and I was like, no, there's a there's a critic online. His, his name is Dan Merrill. Very good critic, by the way. You probably heard of him. And uh, when he heard about these whispers, because that's his favorite movie of all time, he's like, that would be an atrocity. Yeah. He's like, because he he was like he's like Sharknado. He's like, think of the Meg. Think of all these shark movies that came after it. And by the way, that's <laughs> what you're trying. <laughs> Is you cannot remake this movie, and you really can't. No, it's it's something you and I've discussed before. Like you know, they they try to remake these movies. You know, they they they. Uh, I think they did the best thing they could to when they like remade Psycho. They went like punch for punch, you know, scene for scene. Granted, it didn't wasn't good because it, there was, it was something good. missing. You, you, know. you just they're just movies that you cannot remake. Yeah. God, the Godfather. I've heard them thinking about redoing the, the Godfather. No, uh, no. Scarface. No, but Scarface is, is basically based on a remake. So it, it is a remake, but it's self remake of a remake. Yeah, so, but like to, you know. but there's not much you can change on that. That where it would be from the original to what it was, you know, when it was released, you know, in the '80s. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a big change. It was you know something different. I don't think they can do it do it justice. Yeah, this, there, there are just I, certain I heard, movies I think I think that are just off limits for that. And this is one, one of them. them. This is one. Yeah, you just there's you cannot capture like this was the first of its kind. And everything spawned after this, like, and it became a joke, whatever, like Sharknado, Meg, whatever, Shark Hammer, uh, Frankenfish, like, just stupid Actually, shit. where it really became a joke was from Happy Days. Oh. <laughs> That's when it really became a joke, is in, you know, of course, the title of, you know, the, 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 the saying, jumping the shark, came from that. This is such a good scene. Yeah, when you finally get to see. Yeah, you finally, yes, we have talked about it. And the it's nonchalant, too. Like, yeah, let's throw that shit here. Boom. Why don't you come out here and oh, shovel this shit? <laughs> We're literally 121 in the movie, and it's the first time you actually saw it. Yep. And the way it was done, it was like nothing. There was and- no build up. And here's here's one of the improv lines. You were talking about uh, the last movie we watched about how great improv lines and some of them stay. This is one of them. That this was not in the script. Need a bigger boat. Yeah. And probably one of the misquoted and repeated lines in in cinema history. Music to scene, man. Right there. He's not doing anything, just swimming by. 
But I think right there, you get to see the scale, how big this shark is. Yep, first time we see Bruce. Yeah. Oh, Bruce. And who was he named after? Was it the author? No, because the author's name is Peter Benchley. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Nope, he was named after Spielberg's lawyer. Oh, important (laughs) thing. Get that harpoon gun. Probably the this is the best scene with the harpoon gun. There's another scene. I don't think you've seen it yet. You probably have. You've seen the first season of Black Lightning, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you see the scene where you're first introduced to Tobias Well? Where he actually has a harpoon gun and he harpoons a guy? It's so freaking cool. It's like one of his underlings is like, yeah, you guys suck. And he goes to his wall, gets the freaking harpoon gun. He's like, yeah, whatever. So, so Spielberg is uh, is guest starring on here. Uh, he was the voice on the radio when they were when they said Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Hooper or Mrs. Brody was on the on the radio. That was actually Spielberg on there. Hmm. Damn. You can feel that tension, by the way. Shoot it! Ooh, got him! God, John Williams' music is just, it goes from like these ups to downs, ups to downs. The sort of the heroic moment, and he drags that thing onto the water with him. <laughs> and look at that, how the music, I love that. Dun, dun, dun. You know, we always talked about that sense of like, you know, music to movies. Again, that scene right there, that that just illustrates it to 100%. They think they got him, but nah, not quite.
we're going almost to like we're not in Ahab territory yet, but we're getting there. You can see the beginning of that. Now, this to me, between three guys, as far as like acting, these are three masters at the work right now. We're, see, we're waiting, we're just hanging out, I guess we're drinking, and then this is where we get to see what the characters moments like, especially Robert Shaw, his backstory. A lot of it. I had an uncle like Robert Shaw. He was a um he came from he came from Cuba. He couldn't speak the best English. His English was very broken, but it, when he got to like drinking and getting around like very loose, he told stories when he was in Cuba and it, they weren't like hard hitting. They weren't like super emotional, but like his time there and like what he'd been through, Castro and all that stuff. Like he was a mechanic growing up in Cuba. So he knew all these things and but he was a he was a fun drunk. And he always liked to do this with me. He always liked to fight me. He's like, come on. Come on, Kane. Come on, Jeff. I gotcha. See, which is what kills me right here is these guys they despise each other on set. But this scene they're comparing dicks basically. Like, hey, look, this is the injury I got. That's the injury you got. <laughs> what do they call it? Comparing dicks. That's what they call it. Like, yeah, hey, look at this. This is how I got bitten. That's how you got bitten. Yeah, whatever. Drink some more. I think Roy feels a little bit left out until he gets into it. Look at that hair. Look at that machismo. That's Razor Ramon, man. Lobos and chair shots, kids. You know what? I take that back about Roy Scheider. This is like the third movie he actually just lets loose. He finally gets to laugh. Like, yeah, okay. I'm going to join you guys. What the hell? The cackling laugh of Dreyfus. So good. Oh, this is good. I believe this is where he's talking about the submarine that he was on. No. It wasn't a submarine. It was the USS Indianapolis. It was the ship that delivered the bomb. Uh, oh, that's uh, right. That's right. I'm sorry. My bad. I love this scene because now we get to see Robert Shaw like just basically opening up for the first time of why he's doing this.
I wonder if in a weird sort of way that he's basically Ahab and then and then Schreider becomes Ahab after this. Well, I don't. I don't see um, Schneider as as Ahab. I just see him as being haunt, the the shark is haunting him. It's the other way around. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he. I, I don't consider him, you know, Ahab. But I would consider Shaw here more Ahab because you know it took his men, it took his brothers. Yeah, it took his his, his family. If you guys want a really good story of that, uh, check out the, the movie. There's a movie of USS Indianapolis, uh, Men of Courage, uh, Nicolas Cage movie. came out 2016. Uh, really good. It's It tells the story more of what he's talking about. Uh, directed by Mario Van Peoples. Really? Uh-huh. Of Highlander 3 fame? No, it was Highlander 2, actually. No, no it was Highlander 3. The Magician. Awful film. I love this scene. Shaw kills it. Delivery. I mean, he's supposed to be drunk, but he's not. He's it, it's that period where you're like you're buzzed, but you you're still kind of coherent. So he's he's rambling on these stories. I love people. Who no, do I, that. honestly, I, I always took it as like where I've, I mean, I've been there before where I have been drunk. Somebody asked me a serious question, and you you have a you, this this clarity. Of, oh, um, that's better. That's right. Yeah, you have the yes, yes. You're still he's still. I bet you he wouldn't share this if you know he wasn't. Sober, yeah. yeah. Not going to. The his delivery. How he's still haunted by it. So good. No, they cannot remake this one. They just they, they can't. They just no way. There's no freaking way to remake this movie would be a mod like you you just can't you can't Godfather this couple other films you can't you cannot replace that moment right there there's just no way Like that's done. On, I believe that's done on a Universal lot. No, they were actually out, out at sea. They're out at sea. Okay. Yeah, there is a Universal lot that was used later in some of the other Jaws movies. Uh, in fact, the last one, Jaws Revenge, the the, the final uh, the final boat scene in there. <laughs> it, it's so funny. It's because the water was dyed bluer because it's supposed to be down in the you know down south in um, in the Caribbean, and um, Michael Caine. His hair was blonde. Michael. In the scene when he jumped into the water, the the, the water turned his hair bluish because it, because it just absorbed in there. Ah, look what popped up again. 
It comes back when you least expect it. I'm tired and I want to go home. Just had a drink about an hour ago. And it went straight to my head. Boom. Yeah. One of the shark knew that he was drunk. Hey, gay, these guys are hammered. You know what? I'm coming now. <laughs> Boom. All sorts of craziness is happening now. Got the fire. What the hell is going on here? Sober up fast, boys. Look at that shot. You see it in the background? That shooting star? Mm-hmm. That was E.T. Was it? No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but it but it was not added digitally or enhanced, though. That was actually a shooting star they just happened to capture. It was just one of the magic moments. See, it's just... Okay, now repairs. Here we go. We got to repair the SS Minnow. I mean, the uh, Orca. Sorry. It's right there, man. He's coming after you, dude. He knows. This was the era, I think, of like killer animals, if I remember correctly. I think the Jaws began this, but then after they had like a lot of what, a lot of crazy moves, like like Night of the Leap. Remember Night of the Leapus mm-hmm. with the killer rabbits? That was so stupid. And they came at dark, the night of the Leapus. It was so bad the way it was shot. Well, actually, I would I would probably have to say there's another movie that came out beforehand that was kind of the uh, the beginning of it, uh, Frogs. Oh, oh, that with was a, bad. With, with a yeah, with a young, young, young Sam Elliott. Frogs. I, mean, I don't even think he had his, his signature mustache yet. No, he didn't. He was clean shaven back then. Frogs. I even think you had like a bear movie. I can't remember the name of it. Was oh, it just, was it Grizzly or just? 
no, it was. I think it was Grizzly. It was so. It was something else. Also, it was like a half. What was the movie with the killer chickens and roosters? Birds. No, it was another. Not birds. I gotta. I gotta look it up. Like the seventies began, like all these killer animal movies. Oh, he's got the baseball bat. Calm down there, Negan. Last 25 minutes of this movie. So good. Right now, now, right now, Bruce is just fucking with him. He's like, I know I got you guys. Oh. He's just pissed off now. You got those moments. Of, this sound. Oh my god! This scores. The highs and lows, man, of John Williams. Like this is more triumphant. Like yeah, we're close to winning. Shoot it. He's got it. Or does he? Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's right there. That's three shots. I think I do know that. God damn, how many things are going to attach to this damn shark? As many as they need to. I guess so. Shoot it! What do they call those pulleys? Dollies or something? What? I'm not sure. Those uh, little yellow things. Uh, just what? barrels. They've been, Barrel? going, they've been going on barrels all the whole movie. Right. There's a specific name for it. 
What does a baseball bat gun do there? Nothing. Okay, he's got the... Uh... There you go. Hit that. Dude, what the hell? Mistake. You want to kill Mr. Holland's opus? It's not killing him. Just making him, you know, paraplegic. <laughs> they can still do music. That'd be tight as hell. Jesus. Now the shark is tied to the boat, dude. Is that exactly a smart move? Did you really want that? Well, if you're going to pull the shark, okay, I guess. Can eat the rope, man. Somehow they made a mechanical shark terrifying. Boom. Ouch. Woo. Shark's been working out, man. He's dragging a freaking boat. It's all that protein he's been eating. I guess so. And guys, just admire the fact this movie was made in 1974. No CGI or nothing. Yeah. Ah, you're screwed down. Okay, Machete. for another round. And you're right. Every movie has tried to copy this. Every shark movie, at least after this. That's why you can't remake it. You just It, it would seem like a parody. 
Well, it's already really been remade. I mean, or or the fun parts sort of. have been used everywhere. So it's kind of like why? Why bother? Yeah. Somebody would have to come up with a really good script. Like, I'm playing devil's advocate. They're not going to do it, but you would really have to come up with something really inventive. But then again, like you said, it's already been done. Like, what hasn't been done with the shark? He's not gay. Stop. <laughs> well, his name is Bruce. Hey, guys, it's Bruce. Oh, Lord. Hi. Listen, guys, I don't really want to eat you. Can we talk? I was thinking about, like, lowering a shark cage below, but they've done that as well. Yeah, maybe having a female lead or, you know, like I said, that's really, that's the only thing they oh, can yeah, do right yeah, now. Yeah. They can, that's, I mean, if they're going to fit to today's, you know, they have to... Make make Brody, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a cop, yeah, a cop, female cop, yeah. Um, make Quint probably like a like like an old uh, old black captain. Wow, you and, and and pull and make a Hooper, um, uh, an Asian kid going going to college. That's exactly how they remake it. That's actually. He'd probably be the kid from Walking Dead. And, and Bruce is just a misunderstood shark. He's not <laughs> out to eat people. People are just misunderstanding what he's doing. And and he's just trying to survive. Yeah, he's you know, and and, and, and he's a misunderstood be, shark. Yeah, he's a misunderstood shark. And what, and what they'll do is instead of killing him, they'll they'll capture him and make and take him out to the open sea. And he'd reunite him with his other shark families. Oh God, this <laughs> this is the remake we're getting. Probably right. Well, I'm telling you. I mean, today in today's oh, age, that's 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 oh, what you're going to get if they try to remake it. it, it, oh, it would be, God, no, I hope they don't do it, please. There don't. would be an environmental environmental story behind it, um, and you know, a misunderstanding that sharks are not all bad. Um, and then, like I said, we have to have you know the the diversity of the cast. So. I'd like it. Can the black captain be Sam Jackson? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you need a motherfucker in there. <laughs> a motherfucker. You, know, you, you need you need like one moment. You know, when he sees a shark coming up here, I wish a motherfucker would. And, <laughs> you know, and and there we go. <laughs> Wait, give me give me the harpoon gun. Which one? The one that says "bad motherfucker" on it. <laughs> it's gonna be purple. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah. The purple well, 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 the, well, the orca would be purple. So, oh no! Yeah, you looking for the baddest captain out here in the shore? Is me, mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can see it too. Please don't. Now, only if they spoofed it. Only if they spoofed it would I would I see that. Yeah, I don't want to see it as, yeah, they just, you can't. And instead of, the title wouldn't be Jaws, it would be called Grill. (laughs) (laughs) 
an all hip hop soundtrack too. Yeah, yeah. Glow Fifty Cent, Eminem. Got it. You got to have some sexual healing in there too. Oh yeah, a little yeah. sexual chocolate. No, not sexual chocolate. Sexual healing. A little Marvin Gaye. Little Marvin Gaye. Ooh, okay. Was this Mal Green? There's Mal Green in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, you know, it's, it can be done. Cause I'm in love with you. Oh God. Yeah, run. I love that transition where they like it looks like they're yelling at each other, and all of a sudden you just see the cage kind of. Yeah, they're just up. building the cage. Yeah. Not saying anything to each other. Just saying, you know, we're going to put you. You got a better idea. Yeah, let's just build this shit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put you in. in now front. they're going A team style. Last yep. twelve minutes. Yeah, we got this motherfucker. Look at that. And Roy Schreier take off his shirt. So, so the whole time the shark has not been fucking with them. They just been, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you build a build a cage. Go ahead. Yeah, the shark. You think that shark was? I've been anyway? fucking with you for twelve hours. I'm not gonna come over and bother you now. Yeah, I'm good. But now you build a cage. I'm gonna come fuck with you. Damn, take him long to build that cage. By the way. Why are you looking around, bitch? You're you're in the water, so just deal with it. Take off your glasses, bro. I guess they didn't really need their glasses. That was kind of a show. I'm not really blind, man. Can't spit. It's funny. Boom. Yeah, they. I was just thinking about a movie with a shark cage in it, and I literally just did this right now. I totally forgot about this scene. What an idiot I am. Hey, by the way, Jaws, don't top on that cage. There you go. Shoot him. My God, that footage has been used over and over again. Now, the next few scenes are going to not be normal. Because uh, the next few scenes will not be Richard Dreyfus, but actually a, a little person in a shark cage, and I believe they're white tips. If you look, if you look when, it, once once he comes back and attacks the cage, you'll notice he's a little coloring is a little different. Oh, 
Not not yet. No, not yet. Like when he starts ro- rolling around, like the, these scenes where he's rolling around on the cage. Yeah, that's when that that was actually filmed. So you see the sharks a little different looking. Yeah, I, that is. Yeah, there was a, a little person in a mannequin that he put in the cage, and this this that was down. I think down actually in, a, in the Caribbean. I think is where they did it. Whoa, 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 boom. Gonna break that cage, man. Terrifying. You better watch out. Oh, he broke the cage. You're done. Didn't take him that long. The cheap-ass cage. So I stabbed that motherfucker. Oh, sh- damn. <laughs> Pull him up. Oh, I got him. They somehow made that mechanical shark terrifying. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, all those scenes right there were, were the mechanical shark. Now this that is the, is this is the smaller terrifying. shark. Like when the shark's rolling around, that's the that's the that's a real shark in a smaller cage. Yeah, that's definitely smaller. Yeah. Done. Oh shit. He's gone, man. He's gone. Now you just got the cage. You guys got to work on your shark cage making skills there. Uh oh. Somehow made a mechanical shark terrify, man. So I'm saying. Bye, Quint. Yeah, one of the most terrifying scenes in this movie. Right oh, there. man. Right now. And then that blood curdling scream. Oh. Oh, man. Remember, folks, Robert Shaw did not get paid for the movie. They, it all went to the IRS. So uh, <laughs> everything he just did there. And the guy with the least experience is going to get the kill shot.
Eat that. Come on. Eat that oxygen tank. There you go. So an amateur guy who's never shot a harpoon gun in his life got to get that harpoon gun. It's not a harpoon gun. That's an M1 rifle. He doesn't shoot him with a harpoon. That was a, I think it was. You think a harpoon could could blow up a? No, uh, no, I thought it was a harpoon. No. no, they had an harpoon gun earlier, but that's no. Oh, it was a harpoon. Yeah, no, that's a, that's an M1. Good lord, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Guys, seen? Oh my god. He's got a tank in him. There you go. Stab that bitch. There you go. Boom. Man, this shark has been stabbed. He's been shot. He's still going. The boat's gone. Ship is sinking. I'm dead. You're dead. Such a good show. Oh, man. Here we go. Come on, Roy. Damn it. Boom. Still gets me. Sorry. Blew his head off. Yeah, if anybody wants to check out an uh, interesting episode, Mythbusters uh, dedicated a f- full episode about the myths to this, and they actually busted that one myth. That uh, they, they blown up. Yeah, they they, they couldn't make a uh, an air tank explode because it was so thick, especially where he shot it at on mo- those uh, those oxygen tanks. They're like mm. three inches to th- you know thick, two to three inches thick. And there was no way a bullet could go through it. And then they said the rest of the the rest of the area couldn't be shot because the, it wasn't flat. Every bullet they shot at it would ricochet, would roll basically roll off the tank. Man, look who came out of nowhere! I love how Schreider's still in that position. He's like, "Yeah, I'm right here." So in Jaws 2, we get Son of Jaws, I guess. Should we call that? Basically, yeah, because there, there was always myths of, you know, or, or, you know, stories of what the second Jaws was. Was it like, was it the mother that came back to kill, you know, to revenge the son? I thought that was like two Friday the 13th. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the other one was, you know, was it the son that came back to, you know, or the or, or, <laughs> the, or the, the lover? Uh, it was just the, all so many things. So stupid. Yeah, just stupid, stupid uh. ones. Um, the same thing with revenge. You know, what, what, what caused it go from up north down to the, you know, down to the water to track down the son of, yeah, it's just so many different like little things there that just, there was no explanation. There was no need. It was just a, a nutty. And we're gonna we're gonna kick ourselves swimming all the way to shore. 
Can't be that far. I mean, the seagulls are around. I oh mean, my you, you God. can see you can see the island right off to the right. They, it's not like they got that far to paddle. Actually, you can see it off to the left too. Yeah. Actually, you can actually to the right. Actually, the yeah. last screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Robert A. Malty and special effects. Well, guys, that was Jaws. So we have finished our decades, which is um, kind of our goal for the year. Now we get to go on to some other stuff, which are specialty months. I guess I'll just call it that. But, um, Mike, we just wrapped up decades. So final thoughts? It was fun. It was kind of what we want. I wanted to do because we always had these. If anybody's ever listened, you know they've always we've always been like, oh man, I'd love to do this. Oh man, I'd love to do that. You know that, that was our way of doing it. You know, making sure we could at least do you know four of those movies, and uh, and, and get those taken care of. And uh, I think we the first time of us doing it, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think maybe next year we'll do some. Maybe we could revisit it to like part two. Just spitballing. I won't do that. Maybe not. Well, yeah. we'll think about it. It's, it's in the process. Yeah, but then the rest of the year is just fun. It's like every every month, a different theme. Like like you know, Kane said, next month's going to be Superman. We've got October. We've got a Batman month. We've got uh, Matrix month. We've got you know, we've got all sorts of different th- monthly themes. We got yeah, James Bond month. James Bond month is one of them. Yeah, we got some. Yeah. I want to find out how next month is going to be. That's going to be your month. That's going to be you salivating. Yeah. Because everything is open to change. Well, I love the fact that, well, I, it's not just mine. Cause I mean, we, we, I definitely made sure we made sure that we're going to, you know, have a, a Superman animated movie that I know you love. You know, I Red love Sun, it. Red love Sun. And I, I know you're a fan of all stars. So, and, oh, and I think, yeah, I, I definitely, I like the idea of starting off with, with Reeves, but, that maybe that last one. I, I know as much as you and I love the the Donner cut. I, I maybe something get something it. in. Yeah, something it's a little different. Change. We could change it. Everything is always open. Change. But um, guys, that is the last of our decades month, and we thank you for joining us for that. And uh, I'm gonna let Mike take it away before I do our closing. Mike. All right, guys. Well, make sure you do check us out on the Heroes Asylum Network, where you guys can see and listen to. Heroes Asylum on a weekly and also midnight movies that we do and we uh, do reviews as well as Kane's new baby uh, the uh, low blows and chair shots for wrestling fans out there uh, you guys can check us out there last week we did release uh, last week for midnight movies was American Maybe Graffiti so make sure oh. you, you got to yeah we're Sorry. I thought it was different. I, bet. I, just, I lost <laughs> <laughs> It's night, God. I'm sorry. That's all right. I was done. Go ahead. <laughs> Check us out on our our Twitter page, Hughes Asylum underscore podcast, and at Instagram at the Hughes Asylum. And guys, check out Lobos and Chair Shots, my love, my joy, with a couple of co-hosts that we have. And as always, from Mike to me to you, get to the asylum. We will see you soon.